good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's everything that you need to know. First up, India's direct tax collections have grown 16% so far this financial year and that's being seen as an indication of higher traction in economic activity. The IT department said yesterday that uh, the collection of direct tax is now over 26% of the total budget estimates for the full year. Moving on, global semiconductor major Foxconn has said that it has decided to pull out of its joint venture with Vedanta. Foxconn said that it is working to remove the Foxconn name from what now is a fully owned entity by Vedanta. After the withdrawal, Vedanta has asserted that it is fully committed to its semiconductor project and has lined up other partners to set up India's first foundry. Meanwhile, reacting to Foxconn withdrawal, Minister of State for Electronics and IT Rajiv Chandrasekhar said that the company's decision to pull out of the Vedanta joint venture has no impact on India's semiconductor fabrication plant goals. News on GoAir next. The Wadia Group, which as you know is the erstwhile promoter of GoFirst, is set to bid for the airline that was the first in the country to be taken voluntarily into bankruptcy protection. That's a report by the Economic Times. The group is in talks with financial investors such as private equity funds and alternative investment funds to jointly bid for the airline. However, a final decision depends on whether the grounded carrier is considered airworthy again. Meanwhile, Jet Airways seems to be heading towards wind-up. The airline's committee of creditors has informed the Supreme Court that that seems to be the only viable option. Additional Solicitor General N. Venkatraman told the Supreme Court yesterday that not a rupee has been infused till now by the successful bidder and the COC has spent over 400 crore rupees of public money in the meanwhile. He said the Jalan Kalrock Consortium continues to file extension pleas for an infusion of funds but has not deposited any money yet. In international news, China has issued an unusual warning to its citizens travelling to the US to be aware of entrapment by American law enforcement. That's a fresh show of continuing bilateral tensions despite a recent step up in engagement. The notice comes shortly after a trip to Beijing by U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, who said the ties between the world's two largest economies were now moving closer to surer footing. That's a Bloomberg report. Now, Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland President Loretta Mester has said that the U.S. Central Bank, which has already raised its benchmark rates by three percentage points this year, has to keep going higher to restrain higher inflation. The FOMC, remember, will meet in a couple of weeks to decide on the future course of monetary policy. U.S. consumer borrowing has slowed to a more than two-year low in May, reflecting the first decline in non-revolving credit since the onset of the pandemic. That's also a Bloomberg report. Total credit rose $7.2 billion, which is the smallest advance since November of 2020, according to Federal Reserve data. The figure, which isn't adjusted for inflation, was lower than all forecasts in a Bloomberg survey of economists. In international markets, U.S. stocks moved higher with the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq climbing 0.2% each. The Dow rose 0.6%. 
Meanwhile, all three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region are trading strong. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. The benchmarks managed to stay in the green yesterday because of a few heavy weights, but selling pressure was evident. Does that continue today? Good morning, Alex. Um, it is um, it is um, an interesting uh, period simply because while the world markets may have been higher, um, marginally higher, if you will, uh, there is a fair degree of selling that happened yesterday by FIs in the index futures. Um, you know, Reliance may have saved the day yesterday, but mid caps, small caps came off a little bit. So that's to be watched out for. Also, FIs uh, sold nearly 26,000 crores in the index futures. 2.19 lakh contracts of call, 42,000 contracts of puts. And the highest concentration for both calls and puts is at 19,400. So there seems to be a bit of a tight range, maybe with a negative bias that uh, we may have because the short addition is very, very high. It's also an important day today from um, not necessarily from an earnings perspective, but also from a large cap movement perspective. Uh, um, Vedanta, of course, uh, the Foxconn withdrawal might have some repercussions. Uh, there could be uh, some reactions, positive or negative, uh, on the Adani Group stocks, depending on how the market perceives the SEBI filing the affidavit, as well as the Adani uh, Hindenburg issue uh, to be heard in court today. So uh, there could be some action around those stocks. Standard disclaimer, of course, they own, Adani Group owns 49% stake in Quintillion Business Media, on which the podcast that you are listening to um, is, is owned by Quintillion Business Media. The GST meet, who knows, some articles suggest that uh, there could be supply of uh, FNB in cinemas taxable at the rate of 5% being clarified, which might be positive for PVR. There might be some announcements around the CES on MUEs, XUEs. Uh, so we'll get to know some of that. Result season kicks off officially today to a couple of smaller names like Elicon and Plasti Blends. But nevertheless, uh, it comes into focus for sure. Uh, some things to be kept in mind uh, would include rice stocks uh, because rice has soared to a two-year high in Asia on El Nino drought risks, as well as sugar because prices have eased on good Brazilian harvest and steady shipments. Though I doubt it has a one-to-one -one correlation fundamentally to sugar companies because exports are very, very low. But to be kept in mind. Um, aside of Vedanta, which might react, there might be some reactions for McLeod Russell, which is an exclusive talks with carbon resources for monetization of certain assets of the company, or Nazara Tech, which has said that they will raise up to 750 crores through a combination of QIPs or preferential allotments. And lastly, be mindful of specialty chemical companies. On 21st June, Langsess, which is a global firm, had lowered their beta guidance very, very sharply for calendar year 23. Yesterday, Evonik, which is one of the larger German spec chem companies, the CEO said that uh, they were hopeful of a recovery because there were signs in the first quarter, but the recovery has turned out to be much weaker in May and June than they had anticipated. Uh, their contingency measures prevented a more significant earnings decline but they are feeling the effects of a slowing global economy. Doubt that the Indian companies will be left with a different scenario. So that's to be kept in mind as well. 
have detected um, some telltale signs of stress uh, and short build up by FIIs uh, be careful with the long additions thanks so much for tuning in and with this it's back to you alex thanks neeraj and as always thank you all for listening in this is alex matthew signing off have a great day